Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, this is it. Oh. Recorded live. That's funny. <laughs> as soon as I went to go hit start on my record for my phone... All of a sudden, my computer said, oh, oh, okay, I'll do it now. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) So today is uh, June 9th, Tuesday, a little after 12 noon, me and the doctor in the house. And uh, this is a, uh, um, uh, we call it a um, support uh, conversation. Um, This is a over-deliver uh, session yeah. because you know he was just dealing with some stuff recently and you know before if you decided you wanted to work with me beyond this I wanted to at least complete you know what we what we started um, you know some weeks ago so this is kind of like an opportunity for you to not just get complete but to get present to the new tools that I sent you that that's why I said let's uh, let's have another session um, really just so you can look at the tools see if I need any you know if you need any explanations or support around them with based on what I said, and um, and then you know if you want to continue on, we should you know create that. So, yeah. um, so that's the purpose of this call, and I just want to make that as clear as possible. So, yeah. um, so um, what did you think about what I sent you, man? You know the the, the distinctions around uh, you know determining whether somebody a, a guy is worth being in a relationship with or not. Man, it's been. Uh... I I read a lot of it, not not every session of the, but I read multiple ones and yes, uh, which just I'm, I'm present to is really is really tough for me actually. I just I'm present to. Oh man, I wasn't any of this stuff in this relationship. Mm. And uh, I don't know what the reason I was. And and the the longer I I got into this relationship, you know, the the more I was away from doing the things that make relationship work. Mm. And it's gotten really it was really 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 difficult. Uh, and I was completely on it. I mean, you have some beautiful stuff to say and like about relationship and. And and if I if, if only I, uh, I mean, if I if I only, uh, like did half of, half of it or whatever, like not even half of it is like, uh, it just <laughs> like. It just a you know like a, a tiny you know bit of this stuff that 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 you're talking about, I would have still been in the relationship still because he was doing much more work than I was and. Uh, mm. Yeah, got it. 
you know, it's interesting because, um, you know, that's why I do the recording so that people can always have their program. And, you know, you're the person that inspired me to, you know, to, to create this in the first place. And, like, I end up having to pull my own knowledge from myself in order to do something different, you know. Um, but, like, you're the reason why that program exists. Your game in the world, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and we went over it. Don't get me wrong. I have upgraded the information since then. I chopped, you know, I, I, I chopped the time it took to deliver it in half. So you get, you know, what works, what doesn't work in both in each of the six sessions. But, I mean, you know, if you like, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if you need support if you want me to go through it with you at some point. But, um you know, the uh <laughs> I mean, I'd be happy to do that. I can see why somebody would want to do this pro that particular program a second time. Because it's a tremendous amount of information. But when you get all that information when you when it's a part of you, then your relationship becomes real, real simple. And quite frankly, I wasn't even expecting you to say anything about, you know, the happily ever after material, you know? I, I was really more thinking about you know, the stuff I pasted into the email <laughs> than I was, you know, about uh, uh, about the happily ever after material. But, you know, I, I just want to put that in there. So keep going. Let me let me hear what else is, you know, going on or what you got. Or, um. Um. And last thing I want to say is that I have nothing but empathy for what you just said, what you just shared, um, you know, because I get it. It's it's like damn, you know. If I knew better, I would have done better, you know. Yeah. Let me let me let me go through this with you. And, okay, good. And uh, you know what? Uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me well? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's like in your email. Uh, now, what's really more important for me also to figure out. Uh, I, I this time I have sought so much help into trying to make this relationship work. Yet I could not figure out the reason, or maybe partially, uh, I was able to figure out why I wasn't willing to be that guy. Who, you know, how you how how to tell whether a man is mature or not. So if if we just start from here and. Success versus winning. I was all about winning. Knows, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, clear vision. I had a clear vision. Sacrifice his needs to take care of his partner. That was not there. Right. Something wasn't there. Uh, doesn't need to be in charge. I needed to be in charge. I mean, yeah. and you know what's crazy is. Um, I don't think I loved this guy. I don't think because love what all what I was doing him was not love. Mm. There's no love about it. It's all about it was all about me. All about just him loving me. Actually, it was really that was really all about because mm. uh, he he had the capacity to to be loving, mm. uh, yet. Uh, he also wanted to appease me because I was upset. So he would do a lot of things to make me feel good. 
not necessarily what he wanted to do. So yeah, that, that sacrifice, bro. <laughs> I said that sacrificing, you know. Yeah, sacrificing his own, his own opinion, and and uh, what, but what pissed me off in this part is that it did not come truthful. What so do you mean? It did not come truthful on his end. Okay, you mean he was being inauthentic though he was doing it? Yes, he was being inauthentic because he was trying to appease me, rather than just coming out of him naturally. And and this didn't come across as truthful. So, uh, so uh, then I I thought I then I then I was doubting. Oh, he doesn't love me. And now mm. all I needed, I wanted his love. I want him to love me more than. I was I cared more about him loving me more than uh more than me loving him. Yeah, and having a great relationship. Yes. And so every time he does something that's actually really great right now, uh that I'm able to distinguish it. And so whenever he displayed sign of not loving me I would almost declare relationship as a as a you know like okay well see he doesn't love me let me lower let me let me get out of it yeah. and uh and yeah that that was that was a recurrent theme i mean now i'm actually uh, he he has he brought he brought a lot of gifts what can i say i mean i i've been cleaning my house for not for a week and it, it really is hurtful. It's very, very, it's not hurtful. It's very painful. painful. You know, he has a drinking problem. Uh, but he, yeah. And he hid things from me. So I actually, I don't believe he was truly honest. Like, you know, you know he, he did lied to me on, on certain things. Uh, but well, well, I will, I will say this. I mean, my experience of you during this time was that you were hiding things from yourself, and it was very difficult for me to get to the bottom of it because you weren't willing to do the work at that time. Yeah. Now I hear you're way more willing than you were during the moments you were in, you know, calling me and speaking to me um, during the relationship itself. But, at, you know, at the time, man, you was, that's why I kept scratching my head. I mean, you can hear me scratching my head over the, over the phone, like, gee, where do I go from here, you know? Like, because there were some places you were not willing to go at that time. Yeah. Which you now are, because now you're, you know, coughing up and, you know, being authentic about the stuff that I was trying to get to the bottom of before I couldn't. I, see, if I could have heard what it was, I would have called you out on it. I would have spoken it up. I would have brought it to your attention, put it on the spotlight. But I couldn't even hear it because you were that resistant. And it wasn't conscious. It was unconscious. I, I already know that. That's why I was like, okay, well, we'll get to it eventually. Um, but, you know, you were hiding from yourself your own BS. And I couldn't hear it. If I could have heard it, I'd have told you about it. I'd have brought it out. Couldn't yeah. find it. You were you were very very good at um, you know at covering up. Your subconscious mind was very good at covering it up. 
You know, you know and uh, then yeah, good, good, good. like how to is now the the training is how to get trained to be loving rather than yeah. wanting to be loved. Yeah. That destroyed the whole. Oh my god. I mean, he may not have been the right guy for me, but oh my god, I have done did so many things, so many things every other day. You know, like so. Every other thing, every other day, I make I start the fight with him about something he should have done differently that displayed his love for me. Every other freaking day. Oh my god. Well, I mean, you know, I could I could coach you around the program a second time, you know. That that actually I think would be extremely valuable, including the stuff that uh, you know I sent you the email, the ten, you know, just the ten ways to tell if a man is mature or not, you know, the different levels of consciousness around like the stuff I put in the email. I could, I mean, I could do that if you want. I think it would be, as I'm listening, extremely valuable. Like knowing it and then breaking through your stuff so that it starts using you. Yeah, it's up to you, but I'm just I'm I'm hearing it as. Wow, you really need to go through this a second time. You know, it's like reviewing no ammo for him. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, is it okay just to, to, to leave it open and and uh, because I, let me let me dwell on this and yeah, yeah, because I mean I think it would be the most valuable when when I'm about to experience it, uh, and live it, and you know when I'm. When I'm ready to venture, when I'm, because right now I just, you know, although this is like crazy, I mean, this is validly important for me to see what what I did wrong is uh, still terribly painful. And, yeah. uh, I, I value your contribution to me so much. And, uh, but yeah, if it's is it okay to leave it open for now? Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. I was just telling you what I what I saw. I mean, because you know, if you you know you could you know hit me with a question every once in a while and just read it yourself and and, and do your best to get it. You know, I mean, since you got the whole thing, I mean, I'm only gonna go in depth in what's already you know you got the whole manual. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, but. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, having, you know, being able to implement it on the court, you know, is different from, you know, reading a book, right? So, you know, if you decide you want to do that, I just heard that that would make a big difference. And, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. So, yeah. But, yeah, you know, you want to think about it, take your time, man. It's all right. Um, I, it's just uh, right now I, I just got to heal and uh, – Totally fucked up. Yeah. Totally fucked up. This is a guy who, you know, what also I felt very threatened by his power to... Uh, he has a lot of big capacity to deal with people's insecurity. Huge capacity. He, he was mostly like 
in, in many times, you know, like, and sometimes I trigger him and then he goes into his, his, you know, his dark points yeah. and sometimes he does get triggered. But, but for yeah. the most part, he was the one willing to, he, he was willing to, to get back into the, you know, into the loving zone. He was the one who yeah. started. And, yeah. and, uh, and that actually threatened me somehow. Yeah. Made me feel threatened because he looked better than I did. Mm. So so me again I'm all about winning. Yeah. Yeah, you were threatened by his maturity. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't have a successful relationship with a man that's not mature. It's not it's not feasible. It doesn't work. Otherwise, you're in a relationship with a big baby. It doesn't work. It just it just doesn't work. I, I want him. I wanted him to be a big baby, so he's not better than me. Yeah. Well, how about if you become a full grown adult, adult, so that he can't be better than you? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's another way to like you know be on top. But then again, you won't care. You know. And don't get me wrong, man. I mean, I could understand why somebody would be threatened by somebody that's bigger than them. I could totally understand it. You know, I mean, it happens in politics. You know, I mean, you know, if a woman is, you know, smarter and more skillful than myself, I would need to understand without a doubt that um, she is going to be loving and use her powers for good rather than evil before I could probably relax. I don't know. It depends. You know, but yeah, I would need to know she was emotionally safe to be around and consistent in how she treated me and was really loving. And then I don't care if she's smarter than me or not, because I still know I got some stuff that she can't do. He wasn't consistently loving. It was a harder you know, we've had few fights because he was so aloof in a way. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out and you know he was very uh very independent. That threatened mm. threatened me. It's like because he could be by mm. himself. Well, consider the possibility that you are threatened, waiting to happen. Yeah. Like you know, what would it be like if you were threatened, free, untriggerable around being threatened? If threatened didn't exist for you, yeah, it's like I I gotta be better so to feel okay about myself. You know, I it's funny. It's like what was really running this show is like my point of view is that I am not likable. I'm alone, and that I distinguish that with you, and. Uh, uh, you know, my unanswerable question is actually, am I good enough? Uh, okay. And it really ran, it pretty much ran the show. And add to that, it's my complex, 
my complex view of what love should be. And, yeah. and that was also tinted by my mom's uh by 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 my relationship with my mom and how my mom showed me what love sh- how love should be. Yeah. Uh now having said this, there's still uh there is something in the bottom line. I mean that I felt I wasn't willing to grow up and uh and and have him and, and you know and step out of all this that that was still in the space and I was sabotaging it over and over and over is it is it my unanswerable question really or is it because I was too worried about him being in a distance far away not being able to move not being able to have children with him uh all this together well so so did you get did you get where I'm at yeah, but say it again and say it different okay so uh, i i was I was completely the guy who I didn't want to be on a regular, you know, like on my on my regular days and, you know, before I met him and like, you know, the the power of, of being forgiving, loving and all this and uh, I, I, I was not. I was completely run by my unanswerable question and uh, my point of view. Now, the yeah. other part is I was not willing to, to grow up and uh, and be loving and forgiving and be a mature man with him. Unconsciously, I was not willing to somehow. Yes. Because, either because of my, I was so triggered or because I, uh, and uh, and also because of the long, he, he lives far away. You know, he lives four hours away. Yeah, and, and he is—he has much less less likely chance to move. Yeah, uh, because he's a professor there. Uh, so, uh, and also, so that really threatened me. And and he, yeah, and like you know, him being mature threatened me tremendously. I was yeah. afraid. I, I was actually. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's just so many confounding factors that. Yeah, well, here's one of the ways you could sum up all of those factors. That you get triggered and become unconscious when you can't figure out how to make something work. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. How do I make this work drives you fucking crazy. And especially in relationships, it will trigger you. Yeah. How come he's not doing this? How do I get him to do this? Is a is a you know, how come I can't understand? Like all of that is a trigger. All mm-hmm. of that you know, like you're waiting, you're you're gonna be upset today or tomorrow again over the same thing just with a different person in a different situation. The next yeah. time you bump up against the next time you bump up against um 
I don't know how to do this or well, how am I supposed to do this, you're going to get triggered again. That's, that's, my, that's my fear, Tony. That is my fear right now. Oh. Is it yeah, how am and, I going to do this again? Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and the fear is that you, you feel like you don't know how relationships work, and so that's what triggers you. You don't, know, you don't know enough about relationships to feel like you could actually make them work, and a lack of workability just, just like, throws you under the bus, man. So what I want you to know is that you already know how to make things work. That's how come you're successful in your professional life. That's how come you're neat and know how to have a house that works and your money managed because you know how to make things work. You just haven't, you just haven't given yourself a mission to learn how to make relationships work. You're working at it, like, but you're like having somebody do it to you as opposed to becoming MacGyver when it comes to relationships. Now, don't get me wrong. Without guidance, yo, man, it could take decades to figure out how to how to do relationships. I'll, I'm raising my hand because it took me that long. It really can because there's so many things that we don't know about relationships up until now that, um, hey, man, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, Here's what I'm left with. I'm left with somebody I that we broke up. He is someone yeah. who's capable of standing there. And someone capable of what? Capable of what? He's someone that's capable of really uh, making things work at much better way. Ah. And and I am somebody who is just that that is actually what's disempowering me to a great deal. It's like, oh, that's another place again. And 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 all the decisions I've made were out of a like an outburst. Yes. Emotion. So really, they were not rational decisions about you know, whether we can stay together or not. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the guy before that I met, he ha- he's he been now in a, in, a, in a relationship for 18 months. He moved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked down on him. Because mm-hmm. he was not, he did not, he was not accomplished. He, he smoked pot. He did that, this, did that, blah, 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 blah. And there mm-hmm. he is has the power to to have a relationship work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um you know, one thing that you could take on as a practice and as a context yeah. is yeah. to is to learn how to learn. Yeah. So what I mean so what I mean by that is most people most of the time when they're learning they are learning uh in order to have information. It's it's like it's a silver bullet. It is a piece of ass it's an asset in their mind to some degree. Yeah. Like, oh I've got this knowledge, I can use this whenever I want. It's a resource, it's a tool, it's a um well, you know, it's an it's an asset. You know, it's it's another thing, another 
you know, tool in their tool shed, so to speak. That's how people learn. They try to remember it. You know, when something shows up, they can compare what they see to what they've learned once upon a time. But most of the time when people learn something, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that a couple of years ago. How did that thing go again? Yeah. As opposed to being used by what you know, by what you learned. You know, so, for example, when my, uh, when the girl that, that, that uh, I bought the bracelets for when I was 15 or 16, 16, and uh, she um, basically threw me away. Yeah. No, I basically threw her away because of how she treated me after I gave her the bracelets, especially right. after months of being away. Like, I'm used by that. <laughs> I don't have to remember, oh, they don't care about me. I ain't, I'm, screw that. I'm only working with the willing. I don't even have to remember that. It uses me to protect me, and I let it because it's useful. It's not ugly. It's like, you know, don't lower your standards for nobody. It uses me and is productive. So, um, you know, you want to learn how to learn that way. And when you do, you will become like MacGyver. You remember that TV show, MacGyver? No. Yeah, so MacGyver was a... A uh, guy who, no matter, he, I don't know if he was a spy or, you know, he was just an adventurer. I don't remember what his character was based off of. But what I do remember is that no matter what, you put MacGyver in a situation, he was going to find a way out. Hmm. If he was in Africa and he was about to get locked up, he would find a way to escape and then find a way to get out of there, whether, even if he had to build his own airplane in an, in an hour. It was crazy. <laughs> he knew how to create, and he didn't need to know what was around. He'd figure out what was around and figure out how to use what was around and accomplish what he wanted to accomplish. Yeah. MacGyver is like the, the, um, uh, the uh, archetype for I could do anything anywhere and anybody, and I'm never going to be trapped because I could figure it out. He's like the great escape artist, among other things. Hmm. And so, see, he doesn't need to know what's there. He just needs to know how to create and how to learn. So for me, there's still some stuff I probably don't really know much about around relationships, but I know so much about relationships that I can learn it real quick. Yeah. Because I know how to learn. And so I'm saying this to you because when you learn how to learn, you won't be nervous, scared, or triggered when you find out you don't know something because you know how to go find out how to know it. Yeah. Does that, does that communicate? Yes. Yeah. The game is, all right, how do I learn? How do I master the art of learning? Yeah. Because you know, you're never going to know everything. It's not possible. So if you're triggered by not knowing how to do something, like not understanding something, like not knowing how to fix something, if you're triggered by that, you you might as well just jump out of a five-story building onto a spear. You may as well because, you know, <laughs> there's seven billion people on the planet. You're going to run across every single one of them is going to know stuff you don't know. Yeah. You know, you, every day you walk out the house, you don't know what's going to happen. 
You know, every day you watch TV, you don't know what show is going to come on or what the episode is going to be about or what's going to be in the news. Yeah. Life is more about not knowing than it is about knowing. Yeah. But relationships are, are basically simple. They're just not easy because yeah. you have to manage you in the relationship. So the simple part is that document that I gave you, the manual, Happily Ever After. That's the simple. That's the part that will help you keep it simple. But you've got to manage your own context, your own vision, your own reactions in order to make the relationship easy. Yeah. Because you're always going to grow. You're always going to learn. I've done the landmark form five times. Every time I did it, I got something tremendous out of it. So, uh, you know, the next time I do it, I'll get something tremendous out of it, too. <laughs> it's just the way the conversation goes, you know? So, what are you hearing in what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, um, you have to, have to be with the, you're right, how to be with the unknown. Actually, I, I did not trust myself also. I could make things, turn things around. Or uh, I didn't know I could live with certain things. I, I did not trust myself I could turn things around a certain way. So they are, yeah, so pretty much learning how to make it work despite yeah. seeing things I don't like. Yeah. Now, uh, what I hear also is that I could not be. There's a lot of things I, I could not be with. Right. And it's like if he didn't do this thing, I couldn't be with myself. If he didn't do this thing, I couldn't be with myself. It's like how, yeah. like I. I kind of gave up on my self-love that I am perfect when complete, like no matter what happens. And and I put instead this view of a relationship that is that instead of me. Like I I I actually made the relationship me. Yeah. Rather than I am still perfect and complete, no matter what happens. Mm. It was so, it was pathological in a way that it it was uh, something I couldn't uh, like. Yeah, if he did something, I couldn't be with myself, and so like I am totally dependent on this relationship for survival. Yeah, yeah, that that was it actually. Totally dependent yeah. on the ship for certain. And if if he did something that is almost like cut off the water, I, you know, now I'm not mm. breathing. That that's how yeah. it felt. So there was something fundamentally. The view of the relationship was fundamentally unhealthy somehow. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, you said something that's so critical that I'm going to do my best to drive it home. And, you know, you said that you was, you was having, you know, extreme difficulty being with stuff in the relationship. Yeah. 
I'm going to tell you something um, that I discovered myself, that being with something is one of the most powerful things you can ever do. And I'll tell you why. Like, I just recently clarified this for myself a few months ago, and, uh, and then I forgot until you just said how difficult it was for you to be with. If you could be with something, not accept something, not understand something, just be with it. Like, you know, it looks like acceptance, but it's not even acceptance. It's just like, it's kind of like, okay, it's there. Yeah. And just let it be there for at least one solid second. One second. You'll see, but you will have an epiphany moment often. I ain't going to say every single time, but you'll have an epiphany moment if you just be with something for at least one solid second. I think, I'm, this is just speculation now, okay? I think that when people are learning, kids are learning how to ride a bike, and they just get that they don't know how to do this, like they surrender to the fact that they don't know how to do this, they just allow it, that's when they get balance. Hmm. I bet, I mean, somebody does an experiment, they have the scientific skill set to be able to test it and to verify it, I bet you that's exactly when they have it. The second after they're like, okay, I don't know how to ride a bike. Not like scared, not like, you know, anything else except for, I got it. I don't know how to ride a bike. Like, be with it. It's not accepted, I don't know how to ride a bike. It's like, oh, I don't know how to ride a bike. Yeah. It's just being with it. I, and, and, and when it first hit me, that that was what was going on, was in my uh, first quarter on Team 2. I had two incidences that, that, that I had to be with in order for me to get to the other side of it. So I think I told you the first time when I was uh, in, you know, course and uh, I was course, coaching a course manager, and, you know, the, the, coach, the, 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 the course leader was like, Tony, how come you don't know this? Tony, how come you wouldn't do that? Blah, 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 right? And I had that epiphany moment where I realized that she wasn't blaming me she actually believed I can do it. Remember, I, I told you that at least once, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I got, there's no such thing as blame. People are acknowledging you. It just sounds like blame if you don't understand it. There's no such thing as blame because they wouldn't get mad at you if they didn't think you could do it. Yeah. And while I was sitting there, it dawned on me that um, my, um, like, she had it, like I was trying not to get blamed, and I was inside of my unanswerable question, what I do wrong now. She was telling me what I did wrong before I even knew that I was doing something wrong. And by being there with it, you know, I got that she was interacting with me like I should be the Eastern Regis Team 2 team leader. <laughs> it's like, oh, you think I can run the whole day? Oh, shit, I like that. Yeah. But if I, if I didn't be with it, I wouldn't have got that. So that's the first one. Second one was in my first quarter on Team 2, I was the Team 2 expansion accountable. I didn't know how to freaking run that for anything, man. Nobody knew how to run Team 2 expansion, man. Nobody knows how to do that. Anyhow, um, 
you know, at the end of the quarter where you, the, the, the accountables get on the stage and they share what they got, you know, and what they didn't get and, they, and where they achieved and where they did right, that completion conversation and on while you're still before the weekend. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, the, the program manager, the classroom leader has the accountables go in front of the room and say what was going on for them in their game, right? So I was the team two expansion accountable first quarter team two and I was in front of the room and the uh classroom leader was grilling me and I was sucking the energy out of the room. And I didn't I, I saw it after a while, not at first. And what I got was I I'm not important, I'm helpless was running the show, my point of view. And in that moment, I realized that how I could see, like my early warning signal, early warning sign for that, I'm in my point of view, is that I'm, I'm taking away, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a drain on the environment. I'm more negative than anybody can be positive. Huh. Yeah. And so now when I see that for myself, I know that I'm in my point of view, but, but and right at this moment, that's the only way I notice when I'm in my point of view. If I'm by myself, I don't have anybody around me to help me see I'm in my point of view. But if I'm with people and they start getting negative because I'm making them negative, <laughs> then I know I'm in my point of view. I can stop. Yeah. Right? And so, but see, these are, these are things that nobody could tell me. Being in the moment told me. The moment told me. The being with told me. And it only takes about one second of being with it for you to get the other side of the of the of the situation. So yeah. I'm encouraging you tremendously, especially in the area of things not working, to be with that is not working. Not even to accept it, like, oh, I got it, it's not working. I remember uh when I would think I was like in my early twenties, I had an apartment in Harlem. And I couldn't find my keys, and I couldn't leave my house, had something really important to do, and I was frustrated, right? I couldn't find my keys. And so I sat down, and I said, you know what? I can't find my keys. And I sat there. And then, I don't know, 10 seconds later, 30 seconds later, I just got up. I wasn't even conscious, and I walked right over to my keys. It was amazing. Yeah. I was like, how the hell? Maybe I need to accept more. That's one of the things I learned from that one, you know? I didn't remember it for, for years until just now. But I was like, I think I was 19 or 20. And I couldn't find my keys. I couldn't find my keys. I couldn't find my keys. I was killing myself. I was pissed off. And then I sat down and said, you know what? <sighs> Can't find my keys. <laughs> and then I, I'm sure God walked me to my keys, man. Yeah. So... No, you know, I, 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 I can't it. stress it enough. Yeah, I really want you to get that. If you can just be with stuff, the solution, the answer, the gift will come behind it if you can be with it for at least one second, bro. Now, now the, like, why can't somebody be with something? Like, it actually... Well, because you have an expectation or an intention that's not being fulfilled. So you become frustrated or scared. Most of the time, when you can't yeah, be with something, yeah, that, yeah that I'm not gonna be okay. 
Right. Uh, Scarcity uh, conversation, a fear conversation, a anger conversation pops up. And yeah. those triggers get in the way of being with. Now, here's the thing, like, with love, is, like, you got to act as if you're going to be okay without love. Yes, it's the most taught thing, like, uh, that people want. It's like, like, uh, uh, like, a, I want love. Uh, I want uh, uh now I'm starting to rumble but I'm, I'm hope, hoping to get somewhere it's like you got to be to be with something the base of it should be like you're going to be you're okay on your own you're good enough you're enough on your own and then your love is really just just a gift to them. Then you can be with anything about them. Well, a couple of things. So one is, you know, rocks are hard, water's wet. I'm in this relationship with this person. It's like acknowledge, not even accept. It's it's really like just being with. It's accepting the situation in front of you as much as you accept yourself, but it's actually not really acceptance. I don't really have the right word for it besides be with. And I think be with is uh, in is a um, inadequate statement. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's kind of like accepting, but it's not really acceptance. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's kind of like acknowledgement, but it's not even acknowledgement. It's like, it's just, it's like awareness. You know, it's like I'd say you just become fully aware of the reality. It's a it's a it's a awareness of a reality. Mm. That's that's the best way for me to say being with is because it's not really acceptance. Because then you'd have to like embrace it. You don't have to embrace it. No, you know, acknowledging. You know, you you won't be acknowledging it. It's not like, oh, I acknowledge you for being the way you're being right now that I will be with. It's like you're not doing that either. Yeah. It's like, it's like a new awareness of reality is what being with is. That's the best way I can describe it right now. And, um, yeah, it's like, oh, I just got that that is really, that's reality. It's facing reality without making any meaning to it. Just uh, becoming aware of a reality without denying it, resisting it, anything else except for, oh, that's reality. <laughs> it's like, and on the other side of that reality is the full measure of that reality and what it means and what's possible and all that other stuff. If you can be with it for one second or more, it don't take long. Usually, you can't even be with it that long. You're too much in shock that you just got it. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, it, it like it paralyzes you when you don't know that that's what you're doing is being with it. You know, anytime I was being with something, it, it wasn't quite acceptance. It was like shock. 
oh my god, that's how it really goes. Yeah. And then, you know, so, so this being with this is great. I'm gonna have to listen to this one again, man, and so I can actually like get a better relationship to being with because being with is a completely inadequate phrase. You know, it's the best I can say is it's an awareness of a, of, of reality, awareness of a new reality, but it's based in reality, not based in an idea or your concept. Yeah. It's, it's like life showing up for real for a change in your mind. Yeah. In your awareness. It's, it's an awareness of a new reality or it's an awareness of whatever you're dealing with as reality. Yeah. Somehow, you know, I make such a big deal about uh, feelings, you know, uh, and it becomes very hard to be with things. Then I react and immediately, you know, jump my guns. Uh, yeah, yeah. like when it triggers a feeling for me, it's like the feelings are so big, I just, I can't. Yeah. Uh, and it's only in in that context of of relationship somehow like just like me I look at myself as a victim in it's such a big deal for me to then then it's hard to be with and I start defending and like you know of course and attacking and I got something else for you. Because you just said something else that awakened my mind as a place for you to go. Okay. So, um, you know that not everything is a breakdown, even if it's not working, right? Yeah. Well, can you explain? Well, yeah, yeah, explain it. So a breakdown is only a breakdown when it exposes the gap between what you're committed to and what's happening and how, you know, the, the the difference between what's going on that's not what you're committed to. So if something doesn't work but you don't have a commitment to it, then it's not a breakdown. Right. So your commitment is what determines the breakdown and the level of breakdown. I see. I hear. Yeah. Okay. So now... The reason why it would be a breakdown is because you have a commitment to it not breaking now or going differently, right? Right. But it would only be a breakdown not only because it's important to you, but consider the possibility that you already have, you know spiritually, you know intuitively that you already can be and should be great at it and you're not. Like, consider the possibility that the reason why relationships are such a breakdown for you is because you know in your heart of hearts you have the capacity yeah. to be great at relationships. Yeah. You know, I will tell you, for me, being a marketer was a major breakdown for me. But I just realized recently that the reason why it's such a breakdown for me is because People can see that I'm, I have marketing skills, but I haven't been doing it. It's been a breakdown because, you know, I'm committed to, like, being effective in my business. I know that I'm effective in the actual tasks that I do. 
like coaching, for example, right, this conversation, writing, all of that stuff. But right. getting people, getting masses of people to pay attention and, like, go viral and all of that stuff, people have been seeing that I'm capable of it. So when I tell people I don't really know how to market, they're shocked. Mm. If you go on my LinkedIn profile, I've got more than 100 people that, that, that endorse me for marketing. That's hilarious. But they see me greater than I see myself in that area. They see, hey, yo, dude, what are you talking about? I, I, they can't even have conversations with me about it. Like, I'm just really getting present to this. Wow. I just got, this, I just got that this week, you know? Wow. And, but it's a breakdown because I can do it. And I'm now that I've started taking classes around it, you know, I'm saying, oh, I actually can see this stuff. So when I started before we got on the call and I talked about, you know, throwing a party to attract people to come to an event, right, that's marketing. That was there for me. Nobody had to tell me to do that. I, so that was an original thought. It's not so original, but it was original for me in, in, in the area of marketing. It's been there the whole time. People just ain't think about it. When I was, when I was um, uh, in real estate, I was a uh, commercial mortgage broker that got uh, reduced to being a relationship manager, a relationship manager, before I even knew I was a coach because I can get into any business through networking. I can get into businesses they don't even usually allow black folks to be in because of who I was as a networker and as a person and as a relationship manager. And so, um, ooh, I just got something too. You know, when I was a consultant, I, I probably should, you know, add relationship manager skill set to my um, consulting practice. That's good. Um, so anyhow, um, you know, I, I was being a great marketer, promoter. I just did not know that's what I was doing. My boss kept me around because I was so good at getting into businesses, even though I sucked at, you know, identifying um uh, you know, the right kind of loan applications and stuff such like that, you know. So, like, the fact that I was having a major breakdown around marketing is because I couldn't see that that's something that I actually know how to – actually have the skill set for, even though I didn't know how to do it. And so I was too busy mourning my lack of results yeah. and effectiveness that's to actually you, learn how to do it. That's great because, you know, this is something I really, really want. And I feel I have the skills, I have the capacity to love and be connected and passionate and emotional. And that's why it's like I'm like, I'm like a caged animal in this. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then you go into mourning, which keeps you from learning your lessons. Hmm. And, and catching you in the middle of what you're doing so you can stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in mourning, there's no room for learning because you're too busy feeling sad to actually get any lessons, which means you will repeat the same mistake and reinforce your lack of ability to yourself yeah. and lessen the listening you have of yourself. Yeah. And the main pain about it is because it's a breakdown for you 
because it's so against your commitment. It's so the opposite of what you're committed to that it's a, it's a painful breakdown. So me, not knowing how to cook is not a breakdown <laughs> because I don't really care. I want to eat, so I don't care about cooking. I don't even want to spend time in the kitchen, man. To me, spending time in the kitchen is keeping me away from um, learning how to coach, writing some new article or something. It's keeping me away from what I want to do, cooking, really. I, mean, I don't really want to do it, but I do it because ain't nobody around to do it for me, and I got to eat, you know what I mean? But uh, and it's cheaper to cook in a house than it is to go outside. So, like, you know, the positive, negative, I, I, you know, I got to – so I try to buy food that I can fix as quick as possible, you know. Like, like I like bread and butter, so I'll, I'll fix – you know, get a loaf of bread, pack of butter. You know, I'll have, you know – bread and butter from time to time, or I'll buy uh, um, some sun chips, which is actually really good, with some salsa, and I'll, you know, have that be something. Or I'll throw two bags of vegetables and throw it in a pot, you know, put some uh, some uh, spices in it, boil it, drain it, put some butter on it, and then I got, that's my, that's my afternoon meal, you know, mixed vegetables with something, right? So, like, I try to make my meals as short, and as, as uh, little, um, what do you call it, work intensity as possible <laughs> because I, I got to eat. Eating is a, Not eating is a breakdown, but, like, the fact that I'm not, like, a specialist, not a breakdown at all. Not knowing how to, create, you know, fix uh, automobiles, not a breakdown at all. I don't care. As a matter of fact, not being in a great, you know, the relationship of my dreams with the partner of my dreams is not a breakdown for me at all. And, and here's why. The reason why it's not a breakdown is because as much as I want it, I, I already know I know how to do that. So now it's just a matter of me, you know, finding the right person, you know, that, that thinks I'm the right person for her and being able to manage my finances such that she's never feels unsafe and insecure around money. Mm. You know, so for me, that's the only thing that's – it's not even a breakdown that I don't have it. Don't get me wrong. I, I – I, you know, it's critical I have it, but I know when I have it, it's it's a done deal. I'm not even I have zero concern about that. I'm, I'm more focused on taking care of myself right now, such that I don't have to worry. I could remove safety and security issues from anybody I'm ever going to be with, permanent. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and 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 have that settled. So that the finances is like a breakdown for me, and you know, by managing. Um, you know, my marketing, that's going to resolve both the marketing and the money, finances. So, um, you know, I got to be responsible for if I'm triggered and I have, um, you know, commitments that are driving me crazy that are, that's not being fulfilled, that's only because, you know, I, I in my spirit I know I can do it and I'm just not doing it. So I got to take the mourning and the sadness and the make wrong and all of that out of it so I can learn the lessons. And I'm saying the same things for you. You would not be this triggered around relationship. You wouldn't be talking to me all these years, you know, the last couple of years about it, if, you know, you recognize you actually do have the capacity to be great at this. And now it's just a matter of learning your lessons because you wasn't crying. You wasn't in mourning when you were trying to learn how to walk. Yeah, used to be used to be trying to walk. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if you take that same mindset to relationships, 
listen, here's how I know that you you have full capacity to be great at relationships. You made me create that daggone program, bro. That's the best relationship program ever created. Probably ever will. I don't know. I mean, can I expand it to be a little bit more, you know, I don't know, land marching or something like that? Possibly. I don't know. But, I mean, that thing right there, people do that, and they really get it, there's nothing else to talk about when it comes to relationships. Not not after that program, you know. Mm. But you you are the source of that. So you have this breakdown called not fulfilling on what you're what you're committed to, but that's only because you have this breakdown called you're not com- you're not fulfilling on what you're capable of. Yeah, and that I really want. Yeah. So you you know I invite you to just. So, like, for example, um, I, I have this, this thing that I just picked up on my own, and um, I call it uh, emotional budgeting. So there's two things that I do around emotional budgeting. One is um, if I can't do anything about it right this minute, I shouldn't be worrying about it. I should be thinking about it around the time I need to, need to be able to do something about it. So, like, if I need to talk to somebody on Monday, and it's Thursday. I really won't think about it till like Sunday night. From an emotional budgeting standpoint, I don't want to waste my time and energy thinking about something. Now, if something pops up and comes to me, I, you know, I'm in. But I'm not going to waste time thinking about or doing something about something that I really can't do anything about until a particular time shows up. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, so that's one thing that I do. Um, you know, around emotional budgeting, another thing that I do is, um, damn, I had it on, I had it, I should have said that one first and that was just the, that's the thing I just said second. Um, uh, when it comes to emotional budgeting, what I try to do is, um, look at, okay, see how I'm feeling. What can I learn from this? And so what I'll do is, um, oh, here, here's the thing I was going to say. If I'm waiting for a bus, and a bus usually comes five minutes, and I'm a little uptight, what I will say is, you know, I'm going to give myself 20 minutes before I even start thinking about getting upset. So that means if the bus comes, both will come at five, but it comes at 15 minutes, I'm still good. You know what I mean? <laughs> does, that, does that make sense? You mean like, you know, you give yourself more... Uh, more time, room, flexibility than the minimum so that I could be peaceful for as long as possible. Yeah. So on the court, I, you know, I said wait for a bus, okay, but on the court, like I'm giving myself all of 2015. By the end of 2015, my commitment is that I'm a good marketer by the end of 2015. So I'm giving myself a year to, to to be able to see myself as good. Right. And um and so like I don't have to get upset about not being good between now and the end of the year. Like I could be with my failures, I could be with my lack of results, I could be with my mistakes, you know, between now and the end of the year because hey, I'm giving myself a little space, you know what I mean? So I'm inviting you to do the same around relationships and say, okay, you know, I'll give myself a year to be good at it so that way you can learn your lessons. I'll give myself six months or whatever you give yourself 
so you don't have to be panicking, upset. You can manage your emotions and free yourself from being triggered because it's not an emergency and a breakdown and a reason for mourning. Mm. Yeah. Does yeah, that me, make sense? It does feel like it's an emergency. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. Like, yeah, I actually... Yeah, it, it feels like that because you're bumping up against your, your commitment, and, and which is means that you're having a breakdown. Yeah, it's like it keeps repeating itself. So now, like, it's an emergency. i got to deal with this. And, yeah. And, yeah, the harder I try, the... Yeah. 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 So, so, you know, it's funny. I'm going to add something else now that you said that. Boy, this is a powerful... This, this call here, oh, my God. So, um... So, have you ever heard of uh, this this uh, distinction, this this thing called purpose tremor? Purpose tremor, yes. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Well, you know, when you're starting to, when you think about what you're going to do, then you start tremoring. Yeah, because you you, you put so much pressure on yourself when you're thinking about it. Yeah. That you start. Yeah. yeah. If you're not thinking about it, then uh, you it's don't easy. tremor. Actually, it comes natural. Right. So you're having purpose tremor around relationships. Yeah. So if you could learn about emotional budgeting, give yourself permission to know that you actually have the capacity to be great in relationships and give yourself a decent amount of time to to uh, learn your lessons and pay attention to learning the lessons, you'll be through this a lot quicker than you think, even if it's not all that fast. I can't say how long it'll take. I can say that it will absolutely happen. I just can't tell you how quickly. And so if you're not in a hurry, then it won't even bother you because you already know you got a lot to learn. Yeah. I know I got a lot to learn when it comes to marketing. I got a lot to learn. What I don't have a lot to learn about um, is around relationships, even though there's probably still a lot to learn. I can learn it. I know so much. I can recognize where to go and all of that stuff, you know, like, you know, like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, you know, I'm, I'm, if I were you, I'd listen to this call about four times, bro, because <laughs> I'm like, I can't, imagine, I can't even believe half of what I said on this call, but your speaking brought it up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You know, uh, you know, it's the other the other part is like the hope for. Yeah, it's like you know you gotta create something else is gonna happen in the future. Like that hope of. Yeah, this is not the end of the world. This is not the end. The last person I will ever meet to have the right. chance. Yeah. Well, consider the possibility that this was, you know, your greatest training to be in a in a great relationship so far. Yeah. Yeah, this is the best training so far. Yeah. Because this time you was actually, like when you, when we first talked, you were ending a relationship, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you yeah. wasn't trying to keep it going. You was trying to end it. And like, what the hell's going on? Try to understand it and end it. You know. Um. And then yeah. the second, you know, second time was, you know, it's part of your game in the world. And now it was like, you know, you wanted to actually have something to work, you know. And, uh, you know, so now now listening to you 
when you are free and unattached, un, un, yeah, I guess, unattached. Yeah, you were committed but unattached now. Now you're not, you know, you're not attached to me saying the right thing or you doing the right thing or the right result comes out. You can actually hear what's really going on is what I mean is that um, now, that, now that you're there, you know, we made it, man, <laughs> a lot of the things that I said today, I wish that there, there was enough room and freedom for me to be able to hear it so I could say it back in the den when you're still with them. But, you know, you get what you get when you get it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. This, uh, I can't believe half of the stuff that I said here, man. I got to listen to this again. There might be a program in what I was talking about here today, man. This is amazing. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, that's See, all I got, man. Thank you. So now, learning how to learn. Being with, I'm going to send you something about. I'm going to send you something about learning how to learn. You know, and um, thank you. You know that way you have it because because I, I have this program. It's called Communication for Professionals. Yeah. And the first thing I teach have to teach somebody about communication is you have to learn how to learn how other people communicate because everybody's got their own specific, unique ways of communicating. Yeah. And so you need to be able to determine what their jargon is, what, you know, their, their um, meaning to words are. You actually have to understand where they're coming from and have to learn so that you can speak their language Yeah. so that they can start listening to you the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. And then you can start educating them on how to communicate your way. So now you're bridging a gap on both ends. But this first starts with you understanding them because if you um because it's easier for you to understand even one hundred people than that can make even one person understand you. So this is who in understanding people you have to learn them. And so the first session of the program is learning how to learn. So I have this whole thing I'll I'll copy and paste that into an email for you. Thank you. And, uh, That'll be, you know, my my final gift to you till we uh, till we decide. Let's let's go to another agreement. Let's go to another relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do another relationship. It's, you know, like that. So you want to take a break for a few weeks, man, or a month or two? Or yeah, I, I, you know, I uh, I have a feeling I will call you because this is something that's going to be on my mind and something I have, you know, dealing with myself. And you you will be able to. Help me deal with it, because uh, you know me. You see, you've seen. You, you know, you know, you pretty much know what I deal with, and yeah, that's really yeah. very, very valuable to me. Yeah. And I'm gonna yeah. make the third point that you that you also stuck out is the uh, is the I am so upset and I feel that's such a breakdown in my life because I know I can do this, and yeah. I have all the tools. Uh, all I have to do really is just put my learn it and and make it work and that's really uh obviously i i you know i'm i'm in such a i'm i'm in, uh, I'm, in, I'm in such a uh like a just uh painful state because as as a reflection of how much I want this and how much I feel like this that I could do it. Or, and all I have the tools mm-hmm. to be in there. Yeah. Like, you, you, what I'm hearing, 
you know, you just gave me something else to say, which is amazing is that you just need to retrain yourself. Yeah. You already trained yourself to be worried and you've trained yourself to be ineffective. Yeah. But you've got the skill and the tr- and you've already got the skill and the know-how between me, these recordings, you know, what you've already learned yourself. And so what there is for you is to retrain the way you think and the way you see around relationships, and you will naturally become out, come out to be great and be able to recognize someone yeah. else who's great as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really more retraining more so than relearning. Yeah. You know what I mean? you you, you got to really be able to learn how to be used by something other than what you've been already being used by. Yeah. You know, you're being used by your fears, your triggers, you know, your 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 emotional responses, your already always listening, your context. You've already been um how do I say, um triggered and and you've already you're programmed for those things automatically already. So the, now the thing is to reprogram yourself newly and you know, you've got enough work to be able to do that, man. So well, I'm gonna need your help. So yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You have more work to do, but you've already got everything you need. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, it's a matter I, of. I got it. Yeah. I have, the, I have the knowledge. Just I had to exercise it and apply it. Yep. There you go. Well, thank okay. You. I really appreciate you very much. Please send me this. Uh, this is really, really valuable. Yeah. It will be very valuable to me. Thank you. My pleasure, man. All right. You. you know, call me when you need me. Yes. And and yeah, and if you send me how to learn, that's really also thank you. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm gonna do. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. You got thank it. You. Thank you, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.